Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, our next segment's probably going to be fun. And it's not going to be the most serious. Well, maybe it is serious in art. Who knows? Who am I to say? Welcome back, everybody. 134 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brennan Escott with you. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list, there are 13 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation of Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Brennan Escott's a big fan of the Texan. We welcome back to the show a big fan of Italy and a big fan in Little Italy. In fact, a big, you know, when we do the Oilers Now road trips with Dennis Laliberti, I know that, you know, we have regulars that come on some of these trips with New West Travel, Dennis and Jason Laliberti. Uh, we have uh, Barry and Brenda Hunka that join us uh, on multiple trips each season from Vegreville. And it's remarkable when we do our little soirees, our little gatherings. The first question people ask me is, you know, not when the head coach or the assistant coach or maybe the manager is going to come, but, Bob, when's Gene going to show up? And on that note, and with that intro, we welcome back to the show. Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers. How you doing, Gene? Oh, you're one hunk of a guy. Uh, Barry and Brenda, well, you know what? Uh, Bob, as things start to open up a bit, we certainly miss those road trips and uh, mixing and mingling and uh, seeing other fans and talking hockey. And uh, it's it's nice to know that things are, uh, you know, I wouldn't say inching along, but at least moving along uh, so that we get back to the arena with people we get on road trips. We meet more and more Oilers fans, and just uh, you know, the love of the game, whether it be hockey, soccer, whatever sport, uh, makes you feel great. No, no question about it. Now, you're not a guy that ventures out a lot on the road. Uh, you know, you, you would tend to. Now, you would do our events and stuff, but you tend. You're yeah. like you're you're kind of like Wayne Gretzky. Like Wayne would sort of <laughs> Wayne would when Wayne traveled with the team about a third of the season, he would you know he would kind of stay around the hotel and that sort of thing. But uh, do, do you have a different appreciate? I know I do, yeah, Gene. Like for I, sure, you Bob. Know, I, yeah. No disrespect to to being in the six thirty Chad studios for the broadcast of the game, not for the show, but for the broadcast of the 
game with Jack Michaels and Cam Moon. But I missed. You know what? I, it, you know, I, I'm going to take advantage of it. Like the first couple of years I did the games, 08, 09, 9, 10, you know, I went out there and hit the sights and that sort of thing. And I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, damn, it's a privilege to do it. Let's get back after it. You know what I'm saying, Gene? Yeah, totally. First off, uh, please tell Brendan uh, if I could have a copy of that. If you mentioning me in the same breath as Wayne Gretzky, that would be uh, that'll go down in my own personal Hall of Fame. So thank you for that. Uh, and I agree. You know, people, as I'm sure they ask you, Bob. You know, do you miss the travel? And uh, you know, it, it's been great being with family. Listen, that that is that is number one always. Uh, but we do have uh, jobs, careers, uh, in our case, that we love, and part of it is traveling. And uh, for sure, you know, you think of uh, the places we go, the people we meet, uh, the things that we see, uh, the places we can go visit, and you're just going, wow, that is a big, it's a big part of our life. And so it is uh, missing, and I don't know exactly how we're going to get back to it and when we're going to get back to it, Bob, but... For sure. We get, we have a really privileged uh, opportunity to uh, cover a team that you and I grew up watching and uh, now reporting on or announcing on. And part of it is getting a chance to go to so many great places, not only in North America, but we've had an opportunity to go overseas too, uh, courtesy of the Oilers and the National Hockey League. So it's kind of hard. Who would say, no, I never want to get back to that. I don't think you and I are at that level of our life or our careers for sure at this point. No, absolutely. Hey, by the way, Gene, how limited were you this season in your ability to do sort of the props that you would have for openings yeah. and things like that? Because part of your shtick, and, you know, humor is a very subjective thing. Yeah. Uh, my, my humor is often self-deprecating because, you know what, you got to be able to take a shot once in a while, and I put myself in those positions. But you're, you're a guy who has a little bit of fun in the openings and that sort of thing. Was it harder to do this year because you weren't traveling? And also just because of the limitations in, t- in terms of how the shooting worked for the openings of the show and uh, the fact that we were in very specified locations at Rogers Place for both uh, the home and road games. Yeah, I would go with D, all of the above, Bob, for sure. You know, and I would throw in there maybe a C is that, you know, listen, with everything that's been going on, you definitely want to uh, uh, entertain people with your radio broadcasts, with the television broadcasts, but you also have to be... Uh, you know, careful with with what you say and how you say it. And um, it, it was not what it used to be. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I still found ways to, I'm sure, annoy some viewers uh, in using props and puns. And for me, really, I am uh, incredibly thankful uh, to my bosses at Sportsnet and the people I work with in the trucks that have really given me a lot of uh, uh, you know, a license to try and be creative. Uh, you know, I'm not going to suggest it always works, but for me, it's a real, it's a real enjoyable outlet to kind of challenge yourself with ways to tell a story, but make it entertaining and fun. That is when you're doing, you know, regional broadcasts, Sportsnet Oilers. Certainly, when you get into, uh, you know, the hockey night in Canada, it's it's a little more meat and potatoes with less flair, but it's still possible. So it's a great combination of kind of being able to do the, the serious stuff and at the same time getting an opportunity to do the fun stuff. All right. Well, you know what, Gene? The team had a, a, a slow start, a real good final 47 games of the regular season, but a disappointing playoff. 
Uh, let's put your now uh, your analyst hat on here. How would you assess the overall season for the Edmonton Oilers this year? Well, it's interesting, Bob. My uh, if, and I apologize. This is a shameless plug for my wife Karen, who's running for city councilor in the former Ward Three, now called Tustawiniwak, and I hope I got that right. So I go. Uh, to many doors uh, alongside her in the same area as her. And listen, people don't want to know one thing from me about lowering taxes or the transit service, uh, but they do want to know about the Oilers. And you said disappointing, and I, I would say this, Bob, when I talk to people, as you do, and I guess a little bit less, obviously, due to the pandemic when it came to face-to-face, um, people were disappointed. I think that they just really saw a breakthrough coming, and there was nothing in the regular season, certainly, that suggested that wouldn't be the case. And it, it's, you know, it's hard to go back and rewrite a sweep, but there were so many moments that could have made a difference. And I really firmly believe um, that if the owners had been able to even get one win to get them going in that Winnipeg series, I, I could have seen that certainly being a seven-game uh, set between the two teams. And who knows what would have happened after that. Um, I, I, Bob... I'm always, I, I try and be positive, and yes. sometimes it's misplaced, <laughs> and maybe I even know that, but no one's going to tell me and make me believe that the Edmonton Oilers aren't aren't set to make a serious move here, and I mean a move not just in the standings, but in the playoffs. I just think that they've got lots of great pieces, including one that's coming back after signing an eight-year deal. I just, no one can tell me that Leon and Connor aren't going to actually get better and that Ken Holland and Dave Tippett won't have the, the right people and the right systems and the right planning in place to make this great. I just, I really feel like it. And I think that's why when you go door to door or you're at your local, you know, grocery store, in the past, I would say, Bob, people have been mad, but not now. I think they're, they're, they're sad, they're disappointed, and believe that this team is truly on its way up and ready to make a big jump. And that includes me. Yeah, well, they're going to need to add four or five more players. We know that. Yep. They're going to need maybe, the, and, and an argument can be made that we saw a lack of experience, certainly in the 4-1 loss, where they needed some guys right. that could settle it down. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. Put your GM hat on, Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Uh, Duncan Keith uh, has initiated yep. conversations for Chicago. He's hired Jerry Johansson. You know him well. You do an event for yep. him each year. Uh, and Jerry does not get any of the commission on the next two years, the final two years of Keith's, uh, you know, decade plus long deal yeah. he signed before. Uh, he's, he's, he's got this player for the next contract. Would you, do you think Duncan Keith would be a good pickup for the Edmonton Oilers? Bob, I have seen so much on social media and put me down as why in the hell would they not get him? Honestly, I understand the money is, you know, the cap hit. I think it's five and a half. Um, uh, so, you know, I remember when he signed that deal, five and a half seemed like, wow, okay, is that is that going to be high? Is it going to be low? Uh, we've seen defensemen, you know, make much more than that. Um, and a little more recently, but I tell you what, I, I don't know. To me, if Duncan Keith walks in your room, the respect factor is incredibly high. Uh, you know, to quote our old friend E.F. Hutton, right? When E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. I think when Duncan Keith talks, people will listen. This guy's about done it all uh, with Chicago, been part of a, shall we say, a mini dynasty, at least you can say that. 
Uh, he's won individual trophies. He's won NHL trophies. He's won internationally. And, you know, from all the things we've heard over the years, he's a bit of a physical specimen. Certainly, I think he's 38. Is that right, Bob? Yes. I think he's 38. Certainly, you think 38, 40 is not too far around the corner. But I know a 40-plus-year-old, uh, soon to be here, uh, a guy who played pretty well in net in, in Mike Smith. And so I wouldn't be scared off by his age. Uh, to the point where I'm like, I'm not doing this deal just because of his birth certificate. Uh, in fact, if if I could, that being Ken Holland could, uh, Ken knows winners, right? And he had an old defenseman. We had a few of them over the years, uh, in particularly Chris Chelios and Nick Lidstrom, that paid off handsomely. Uh, am I saying that Duncan Keith is either of those guys? No, but he does certainly have some of the qualities that those guys have had. So, I think if you can get him and work something out financially, that makes you go, okay, I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, I, I just think, bombs away. Go get him. Let's get him here. All right, now we're going to switch focus. Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Gene, we're going we're gonna to get into the real important stuff. The Euro. And is this, uh, yeah. is this, uh, yeah. Yes, is this the year for Italy? They got uh-huh. a tough matchup tomorrow against Spain. Yeah. Wow, aren't they all tough? I mean, yeah. It's incredible watching the soccer that's been going on. Uh, some stories of teams and countries that you wouldn't expect. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen as much uh, upheaval and potential upsets as I've already seen. I mean, Denmark is what a story, right? Right from yeah. the opening match, they literally almost lost the player uh, on the pitch. Uh, that's been incredible. As for Italy, uh, Roberto Mancini, who looks like he could still uh, run in the midfield uh, for Italy, he's done a wonderful job, Bob. I mean, uh, listen, the Italians have come home and been pelted by tomatoes, which is, uh, gosh, Italians love their tomatoes. So for them to throw them at their soccer players, you know they're upset uh, in the past. But he has done a wonderful job of managing his team. I have never seen so many substitutes and changes that I have with Mancini. But right now, Bob, he's He's like acing it. Like he's, he, he can't, to this point, make a mistake. Uh, I love Chiellini and uh, Bonucci in the back. I mean, they're 100 years old put together. <laughs> and sometimes each of them look 100 years old, especially Chiellini who's, at, Chiellini who's at his nose broken and scars. And there he is putting his face uh, in front of shots. But I love what they're doing. Uh, the loss of Spinozola, that, that hurts because he really pushed forward from the fullback position on the left side. And I loved him and Insigne on that side. Uh, I would expect them. Emerson to come in, not the same player, but doesn't mean he can't impact the game. So I like where they are. And I think Spain, you know, the penalty kicks they were involved in in their last matchup might have been the worst penalty kicks I've ever seen by two countries yeah, <laughs> in yeah. one event. It just was, I'm like, is this my over 45 team playing right now? Um, so I, I love Italy. I love their chances. I would be surprised if they don't beat Spain. I think they've been sharper for longer and been better than the Spaniards, but uh, the Spaniards are dangerous. So one thing Italy cannot afford to do is find themselves uh, behind. But my last point on this long answer is that what they've proven is they can come back. And I like that about them. Well, they've got, they play a little differently. Like at times, you know, they had that staunch 
you know, yeah. back, back line, right? All, all the way back in the, I mean, there was a time that the Italian league was considered the best league in the world and, and yeah. in the eighties and they were a pretty good program 90 and 94 and around that time. They won the 06 one. You and me will debate that forever because I'm a Zenedine Zidane fan. That's yeah. not a, that's not a way I think a team should win, but hey, whatever. Right. You gotta be more, you gotta be more disciplined. But th- I like this Italian team because they play with some tempo and the pace and I like that. They're not sitting there trying to, you know, uh, Squeak out one nothing games. Spain to me, I'm, to me they're 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 not on par of the teams from you know 2008 to 2012 where they won three straight major tournaments. Um, and I think there's been a bit of a drop in the Spanish league. What about England? Because that, that league right now, you can make an argument, and they've got a lot of obviously what we used to call import players, but you know they focus on skill. If Italy gets past Spain, I mean. England, they haven't won a major international tournament since 66. I know. But, do you, you know, how would you feel about Italy against uh, England in the final? Well, two superpowers in the soccer world, uh, you know, meeting up. And to me, England is a little bit, and I, you know, they're kind of like the Maple Leafs, uh, especially <laughs> when you think of the fact that they haven't won the World Cup, you know, since 66. Yes. We know the Leafs are 67, and uh, people seem to, oh, people love England. People love England, but... Uh, if that's not your, your, your team or your country, they seem to love mocking them, uh, challenging them uh, when they're not successful. But they got a heck of a squad. Gareth Southgate's done a wonderful, wonderful job, and he hasn't made many wrong moves, if any. Uh, I, I love Harry Kane, Raheem Sterling. Uh, Pickford, the keeper, he's a bit... He's a bit smaller. Uh, you know, when you look at these keepers, a lot of like Donnarumma from Italy, he's 6'5". You got 6'7", six, 6'6". Six, you know, six, six. Yeah. Uh, but listen, uh, Denmark is, I think Denmark's everybody's um, underdog Darling. story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you're not cheering for, for anyone who's left, uh, Denmark's got to be your, your country of choice. That'll be a wonderful, I mean, two wonderful semis between three, you know, incredible soccer countries and one that's you know you think of the danes what they're doing this is nothing short of sensational already to get to this point so i i think england does get through england italy i i mean you got to go a long way back right to see those two countries meet up and face each other with a lot on the line like the euros it'd be a heck of a way uh to finish off this tournament which i i think has been uh, wonderful it's kind of you know, it's 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 a beautiful game. It's the world's most popular sport, and the world's gone through a lot of unpopular things in the last year and a half. So I think it's been wonderful uh, to see some semi-filled stadiums, some very filled stadiums, to see fans back at live events like the Euros. I remember when Denmark won the Euro in 92. They knocked off uh, Germany, right? That was a huge upset. They, In fact, they kind of got lucky to even be in the tournament, and they ended up winning the thing. So the Danes have struck, and they've won international tournaments. So is Spain. So is Italy. England, nothing since 66. We'll have to wait yeah. and see. Gene, get back out there campaigning on behalf of your wife, Karen, okay? Karen Principe. Karen Principe. We'll do our best, pal. I appreciate the time and the interest. All right, thanks a lot. There you go. Take that is care, G- you bet. That's Gene Principe. We're going to take a quick time out. It's one fifty-one in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on six thirty. Chat. All right, all right, all right. Brent Bridge Ford. Uh, they're still taking care of all the sort of pandemic-related challenges. If you swing by. 
Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. And you know what? Right now, we can take a little vehicle away from my Uncle Milt. It's a Ford Fusion Energy plug-in hybrid. Uh, with the prices of gas these days, certainly comes in handy. Uh, it allows uh, Uncle Milt to drive home and use no gas. This car has just over a 1,000 clicks on it. We want to get it sold from underneath Uncle Milt. Twenty nine ninety seven. Uh, that's twenty nine thousand nine uh, nine hundred ninety seven. Buys it with a low interest rate, next for warranty. You can reach out to Johnny. Give Johnny a call from Brent Ridge Ford at seven eight zero three six zero seventeen thirty. As we go into this day in Oilers history, it's presented every day. By New West Travel. This September travel on a private WestJet charter flight to Whistler, B.C. and play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. It was a good day on this day four years ago. 2017, 20-year-old captain Connor McDavid signs an eight-year, $100 million extension with the Oilers after leading the league with 100 points and leading the Oilers into the second round of the playoffs. He said of the deal at that time, it's very special, and to do that in Edmonton makes it even better. Connor McDavid uh, signing an eight-year, $100 million team-friendly extension. He leads all NHL players with 426 points and 1.52 points per game since signing the deal. Now, remember, uh, that contract, he's only used up three of the eight years of that contract because he signed it a full year before the conclusion of his ELC. He's outperformed. His contract to date, that's crazy to think. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Experience a great golf holiday to Whistler, B.C. On a private jet to play four spectacular mountain courses. Details at newwesttravel.com. Here's what we got shaking tonight. Game four of the Stanley Cup final live from the Bell Center. 5.30 face-off show, Reed Wilkins and Rob Brown. And then 6 p.m. puck drop. Uh, between the Canadians and the Lightning and overtime over line after the game. And uh, I will join uh, Rob and Reed on the show after. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta joins us tomorrow. Live thoroughbred racing back at Century Mile. Friday and Sunday evenings, limited fan access, but you can watch it wager online at hbibet.com. Post time is 6.15. We'll also hear from 2021 draft eligible goaltender Sebastian Cosa. Of the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's going in the first round. Brendan, is this correct up next? Uh, what do we got shaking here? Is it Angela Coquat or is it uh, Rob yes, Breckenridge? It's Angela. It's, it's Angela. Angela. There we go. Thank you. Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. Followed by Angela Coquat from 2 to 3 today. Then 6.30 Chad Afternoons with guest host Ted Henley. Have a terrific Monday, everybody. We'll be back at you tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.